Welcome everyone to the JA Show. Now this is a very, very exciting episode. And why? Because I have an amazing guest today. You know, if I could describe three words about this person, it'd be social entrepreneur, innovator and servant. And that's the thing. We also need to think about how we're making a difference in the world. You know, he's a founder and CEO for IS3 and IM2D Systems. You know, he's been he's had such a history as well, working with properties, businesses, faith-based organizations, social service organizations as well, and also in the higher education industry. He's very skilled at real estate development activities, and in that process also has increased income and property values as well. Now, there's a little bit of a story, you know, I I really, really love his story where he talks about how his grandmother really showed what unconditional love was. And so he's been able to use that and apply it to his work. So I'm so, so privileged and so humbled to be able to introduce to you our guest, Marius Dancia. Welcome to the show, Marius. Thank you, Laura. I am so happy and honored to be here. We are so happy to have you. And, you know, I just wanted to say thank you for all your contributions. And, you know, I when you came and told me about what you wanted to give when you saw what was going on in Australia with the bushfires, how you truly from your heart looked at what resources do you have? What can you give, you know, to people who were in need? And, you know, this is something about Myris's heart. He's, he's so kind, he's so generous and cares about other people. And this is why it's so important in terms of the, you know, the business that you have as well. You can also use it to care for the community. And so he reached out to me about, Laura, I've got some accommodation I can help Australians with and transport. And I just want to say congratulations, you know, on your just your givingness and your caring. Like you just care so much for people, Marius. Thank you. I think you do the same. Yes. Thank you very much. Can you talk about as well? Where did you get that from, that givingness? Well, that givingness did come from my grandma. I saw that even if you gave her a chocolate, she would put it for to give to somebody else later on, not for herself. So I saw that in my grandma first. There any, any other stories that you could share? Well, there's different stories where I know that she applied love first and uh, she always won with the love and not with anger or with hate or with anything else. I know as well in terms of emotions, we can actually choose, right? And it's so great that you picked up on that because, you know, there's love and there's kindness and there's hope. And then there's the other side as well where you mentioned anger and hate and, you know, I just find that having the right emotions, you can also impact other people with your own emotions. And how do you keep yourself in check with emotions, Marius? Well, the way I keep myself in check is knowing that I do the best I can every day and I leave the rest to God. You know, as I taught in the university and students would ask me, how how do you feel about the burnout rate or how do you feel about things uh, that overwhelm you? Um, one is I do the best I can and leave the rest to God. I uh, surround myself with positive people that uh, really want the best for me and uh, we all make mistakes. We have to forgive one another. That's uh, that's pretty much how I, I cope with uh, everything that's going on. 
incredible where you talk about your faith as well. How has it got you through some of the toughest times, whether through business or through your, you know, your personal life as well? Well, that's uh, that's amazing because um, you know today is Martin Luther King's birthday, and uh, I believe that uh, his nonviolent approach and his uh, way of giving out love instead of hate overcame so much. And uh, that to me comes from a higher power. I I believe that God has uh, placed everyone exactly where they should be, whether or not you. Um, work on the with the gifts that was given to you that's a that's a different story but we all have uh, given we're given the right gifts at the right time to make an impact and uh, just like what you mentioned in the beginning uh, that's just the least i could have done at that point but it is something to do to help and we want to do that with others moving forward so true you mentioned you know about the non-violent approach, just how much impact that can have, you know, just demonstrating your love, because that's when people truly listen, right? When yes. you're just doing it out of love. Yes, yes. It does and, make a difference. And, yeah, and I love how you mentioned talking about the higher power, knowing that you've got a purpose bigger than yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, and, it, and it really makes us understand. You talked about gifts too. So how did you know what were your gifts? Well, that's a great question. And, um, you know, I think imagination was a big part of uh, finding out what my gifts were. Um, along the way, I uh, worked with so many industries from working with Subway to Red Lobster, two properties, two businesses, through um, universities. And, and, and what I found out is that it's good to be a jack of all traits while at the same time um, use the gifts that you were given. And sometimes uh, even preparing for this podcast, I, you know, uh, I wanted to be as prepared as possible. And uh, you you have to get in the, in the spirit of it. And also there are going to be doubts, but you have to overcome those doubts and, and fears and uh, things that can set you back and just go forward with every opportunity, seize the moment and, and make them count. Uh, I love you just said so many jam packed things there. So first of all, imagination. Can you talk to us as well, just in terms of imagination? I've seen how it's transformed my life, even being here in the USA. I mean, that started off with a thought and then imagination and just seeing. I remember even that moment where I did the Disney marathon and I was visualizing me finishing at the line. So, I, you know, I love how you're talking about imagination. Can you share with us specifically about your imagination when you talked about your gifts and even starting your own business? How did you use imagination? Well, that is a great, great way. I see imagination in my son that is three years old, and I, I know that God has gave us all imagination, and in particularly with me, I imagined uh, it came out of necessity in terms of reaching out to different uh, clients, different uh, employees, different tenants, different uh, customers, and uh, we 
just thought about how can we do this and then all of a sudden uh, this this just imagination came of put a screen in each individual business and property and organization and then do a promotion or, or what they do and then put positive words in between those those promotions and share those and through all the host locations where they could all find out about each other and also receive positive messages. And then also put an incubator screen where you could share the ideas that are coming from the ground up, for example, from students from the university and the high school, that would be a second screen. And then put a radio station there as well that you can do the all of the above, including the incubators, including the, the the businesses that are grown and help them all grow at the same time. And that vision came um, not all at once, but little by little, it came together. And, and it's like God put every step of the way before me. I just uh, showed up and I did what I was supposed to do uh, in terms of helping others uh, first and then helping myself. And I think another principle that my a grandma did teach me and um, is to work for myself like I would work for others and in terms of work like it's mine work like just like I did in the high school or the university or anywhere else that I that I went I, I tried to work like it was mine and second the second principle is to treat others like you would want to be treated and by applying those two principles in the the imagination part uh, you can imagine almost anything you want while you help others and help them grow and help your imagination nation grow because the more you see things coming true it's the opposite of the uh, oppression cycle the more you see positive things coming true the more you believe in yourself the more you're getting affirmation that it's working and the more it's it's going to provide more motivation for you uh, on the upswing that's so oh, you spoke so much truth in that because knowing that it's not only about you but also about others treating others with respect. But, you know, about the part where you said seizing opportunities, that's a very, very important thing as well. You said seizing opportunities. Can you give some advice as well, like even or experiences that, that you've had where you saw an opportunity come and you've just seized it, like you just knew something within that you had to follow through with it? Well, this is a, a great uh, thought comes in my head now that – I, as I was teaching at Northeastern Illinois University in the social work department uh, in the research, uh, as a research instructor, I uh, was teaching seniors and this was our literally our last class before graduation and a student comes up to me and says, Marius, I can't graduate and, and um, I don't have the financial ability, uh, the loans have run out, how can, I can't do it and I said, no, that, 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 you know, a thought just came and said, no, we have to do something about it. We have to, there's no way you made it this far and cannot graduate. We, so I, I said, guys, let's do a GoFundMe page and, and I will be the first one to put money in there. I, I did put in the uh, next amount of dollars. And then after I put in that money, I received a phone call from our secretary that says, um, Mr. Dancia, there's a, a gentleman on the phone from Chicago PD show, which is on, on Channel 5, I believe. And they want to run uh, a cable and they want to do a show next to your uh, building. So I, I said, great. Uh, I called uh, 
the gentleman, the producer that was doing the show. And I said, this is wonderful because every money that you give me will go directly to the, to the person that's trying to graduate. And, yes. um, and when he found that out, he said, don't worry, we're not just going to give that amount. We're going to give $1,000. Now, when that went in, when the students saw that, then they all uh, applied and they all, we all got, so the, uh, she graduated and now she knows that she was helped to be gra- to, to graduate and at the same time we were able to do that. Now, yes, you can't do that with everybody, but with the people around you that you can, you, when you feel that tugging that you have to do something you, and must mm. be done, even if others say you can't help everybody, you can't, uh, you don't have the money to do it, you have to find a way. Absolutely. That's the thing. Find a way. Find a way. That's so true. Find a way. You know, I just repeat that a few times now because sometimes we can focus on what we don't have or sometimes, you know, what the problem is. But when you focus on find a way, that is where you just see, you know, things coming through, accomplishments coming through and having that belief as well. Now, you know, you talked about your grandmother she has made such an impact on your life, you know, in terms of love and just a demonstration as well. Were there any other specific lessons that she taught you that you've taken specifically into the business world? Well, it, one of the most important things that, that she has taught me is that it's always important to step back and reevaluate the situation without emotion. And yes, she was uh, uh, my grandma, she, but she really checked herself a lot with emotion and just uh, worked with love. So even when she was in the right with, with you know, in disciplining us or, or things of that nature, she always showed us love first and that uh, check of emotion always check. Now, I, I wish I could do it like uh, her and even more uh, you know I'm not perfect but my point is that I, I want to be uh, and more like her and, and more like Christ where I could check my emotion where I could say hey uh, I feel this way one way but I have to check that to to make the situation as best as I can with these emotions I mean emotions are important and it's it's so key that we are aware of it as well Right. So in the business world, you know, it's so important to have positive emotions because other people can feel the energy. How do you ensure as well for your team that you're always having that positive energy, that positive emotion as well? And, you know, love, you know, love for your work, love for the business, love for your customers. Well, I want to share another story that was in, in class as well um, that I think can kind of illustrate this at, a, at another level and put uh, my face and uh, my grandma together. And, um, and, well, I was in class one time and we had 32 students in our research class. And the student comes in and she was being a little bit disrespectful and and disruptive. And um, everybody was looking at me to see what I will do at that point. So I had a lot of emotions running. I could have said and done different options. Um, So I chose not to um, uh, kind of um, call her out. I chose not to discipline her in, in the way that is conventional, I will say. And then... She came up uh, to me after class and said, Marius, I would like to 
to apologize to you in the class the next day. And I said, wow, no ever, no student has ever wanted to apologize before. So I let her in front of the class and, and I, I said, you know, she would like to, to say something to you guys. And she uh, started by saying, um, you know, I was going through some things and this is uh, why I was reacting that way. And uh, I appreciate Marius for not, um, you know, snapping on me for, for to say in the different words. But um, and uh, she she as as she was saying this, this um, I, I was I stepped back and I said, God, what can I do now to 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 make this situation better for her? Not not for anyone else, but for her. So this thought came in me and um, the thought was go around the room and just have everyone say positive words to her. Wow. And uh, everyone did go. And, uh, you know, she just uh, reached out to me not too long ago and, and said, uh, you know, what an impact. Uh, because we used love instead of anger. That's so powerful. And that starts with a thought. You said, you know, that's why it's so important for us to have positive thoughts. And I can, you know, I can imagine what impact you would have had not only on her, the other people in the room, but also yourself, that thoughts can truly become your reality. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah, that's so such an amazing story. So, you know, I, I also want you to share in terms of your success principles as well and, you know, how you've been able to have those right thoughts that lead you because they that lead you to those you know opportunities where you can make an impact to others you know people within the you know the business world as well and also your community what are some of the success principles in those thoughts that you have well the the thought that comes to the my head is exactly that is uh, do more than you're expected and do it like you're doing for yourself. Um, just pay attention to detail and make sure that when you are um, doing it for others, you want to first um, be proud of it. Be, believe in yourself uh, first. If you don't believe in yourself, nobody will. And those principles have to apply to everything that you do. You have to surround yourself with the, the right individuals, the, the right crowd. The, the people that will bring you up, you and yes, you'll have to adjust along the ways uh, of what works, what doesn't work, what people work, what uh, others will will collaborate more or maybe less. But uh, the best thing to do is do the best you can and leave the rest to God, but do your best and all. Love how you also talk about taking action, you know, not just resting on a certain faith that you have, but also taking the action combined with your faith. So how do you make sure that you're always persistent? Well, it's a matter of every day being grateful. I think that if you are grateful every single day of what you have and uh, what uh, you know what others are going through and you know that you are blessed, then you are going to put everything else in, in that perspective and you will be able to apply that gratefulness on. Now, it, it doesn't mean perfection. And yes, we all make mistakes, but I think it starts with being grateful. Uh, just like when we have our sons and daughters, uh, we, we love them to death. We just want them to be grateful. And the more grateful they are, the more you want to give them. 
That is so true, you know, and I, I even myself remind myself every day how blessed we are because we can count more blessings that we can do in terms of us, some of the other bad things that can happen in our life. Yes. And when you're grateful, right, uh, opportunities just start to open. Your mindfulness is just so much more clearer and from a health point of view as well right, in terms of mentally. Yes, that's absolutely. so, so important. And so we've been talking a lot about your successes now. I'm really interested to hear about what's been your biggest failure and what have you learned from it? That's a great question. And I, I was hoping for that one as well because I believe that we all, all have so many beautiful ideas, but in order to get there, we have to go through a process and it's a refining process. And yes, sometimes you have to fail and fail forward and, and fail going forward and, and make one of my biggest failures was I, as I was at teaching at Northeastern University, I started a, a, a mental health, behavioral health agency that was doing well in the beginning. And then it, it's, it, it started drying out and I was, uh, wondering why it was drying out. I saw some uh, reasons why. And one of the biggest reasons why it was because it was too niche. It was just too of a sm small niche for that population. So from there, we've learned to go into a, a, a wider uh, net, a wider uh, uh, area of that could encompass everyone. We went more into digital. We started working more into connecting with so the is3 idea formed from the failure from uh the agency that didn't go through that's an incredible example it's it just makes us realize that failures are as you said part of the process as well and it's okay it is okay because you can think of it as like a temporary defeat as well that opens up to new opportunities that you never never could have imagined so, you know, you go down to the word of being grateful. Be grateful for temporary defeats. Be grateful for some of those hiccups because they're leading you to a better path. Absolutely. And you've, you've seen that as well. Yes, so, I agree 100%. And, and so through this, you know, you talked a lot about surrounding yourself with the right people. Who are some inspiring people in your life that you can talk about and why do they inspire you? Well, that is a great question. Uh, number one is is, is Jesus. No, number two is is my dad. Number three is my grandma. Number four is my wife. And uh, I could go down the line with all others that have. Uh, I've been surrounded with, uh, for example, with Corey, with yourself, with with Jeff, with so many individuals that have have uh, made an impact on me, and and uh, they're the reason. I'm here now uh, to be able to do what I do because we're all here because we were helped by somebody to get to where we're at no matter uh, where or, or how we, we didn't make it on our own and I love surrounding myself now along the way everybody I think has a season and some are in your season longer some are in shorter times but they all come in at the right time as needed and don't be afraid to reach out to, to, to mentors and to people that that uh, cling on. One of the great things I loved about Northeastern is that I, 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 uh, 
taught there after I graduated with my BA, and I interviewed my instructor that I was uh, part of his class uh, about 16 years later, and we did a second interview with him. And I, um, my point is, I want to surround myself with um, individuals that want to mentor you, that want the best for you, and want to help you grow. And, uh, you know, I always say, even if a dog knows, a dog knows whether you love him or not, whether you, when he comes in the door, how can a person not know? That's so true. And that's why it's so important to to be your true, authentic self. And also at the yes. same time, understand, you yeah, just be, I, I love, oh, there is so much you said there in terms of the actual people. You know, you talked about it from a spiritual point of view. You talked about it in terms of your, you know, your family as well. And then the other people that you, you can invite them and don't be afraid. Because I think that's a big thing that people, sometimes they know there are people who are really, they could be great, you know, mentors or coaches for them. But sometimes it could be a thought in their mind thinking, oh, but what if? Or, you know, whatever thought it may be. And they don't end up reaching out. So that's an incredible point that you mentioned there, you know, having the right mentors, having the right people surround you, because that is what truly makes a difference in your life. And have you seen how the quality of your life has changed with the quality people that you've had? Absolutely, absolutely. The, the, the more you surround yourself with people that care about others, the more your quality of life will change uh, by osmosis. Yes. Have you been confronted with, you know, negative situations or negative influences how do you deal with that well that's uh, another good way uh, of of looking at real life situations and yes now i think that we could i could category put this in the category of fears and uh, one of, of 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 fears of starting a business at least to me was fear of failure number one which uh, i i knew that if the idea is good and you want to do the best you can for others and 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 it will help others and there solves a problem it, it 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 has to work it has to work but the other one is the fear of working with others or the fear of sometimes having to delegate or lead or uh, maybe sometimes where you have to uh, cut that that the rope or uh, you know not let people take advantage of the situation in in other ways so uh, uh and and how do i deal with uh, the first is i i deal with the the fear of failure by knowing that if i do my best and and i help others succeed they will help me succeed and the way i deal with the deal of failure in terms of management or or in terms of let's say firing or hiring people is I do the best I can and leave the rest to God. But there's some decisions that have to be made to make sure that the vision goes forward. And if there's some pieces that have to be moved around, then those pieces have to be moved around. As a person that sees the vision moving forward, you have to know what pieces have to be uh, moved around or not. I love how you talked about decisions. Sometimes you just have to make the decision. Yes. Yes. And so we're going to go to short break, everyone. We've had some amazing, amazing conversations here. But when we come back, we are, you know, everyone's really, really, I can sense everyone's really, really hungry. You know, it's 2020. And so when we come back, Marius is going to talk about anyone who's thinking of starting a new business, looking to expand as well. He's going to give, you know, his success in terms of an advice of what you should be thinking about. 
So we're going to go to a short break and we'll be back very, very soon. Surround yourself with people of the right character that also lift you to higher places. For your desire to translate into reality, you must also apply the mastermind principle. So join our Mastermind Alliance weekly online meetings. Register at www.lauraerivero.com forward slash mastermind. So that's www.lauraerivero.com forward slash mastermind to discover more. Community in a spirit of perfect harmony is power. Welcome back, everyone. So 2020, what are some of your New Year's resolutions? I mean, there's a lot of stats out there that people can give up too quickly. But if you've got the right plan in place, you've got the desire, you've got the imagination, you've got the right people supporting you, you can make it happen. And so I'm here with Marius today. You know, Marius Dancia, he's been incredible, incredible insight for us in terms of business, you know, life and also faith. So Marius, could you please, you know, just share with us anyone thinking of starting a new business, you know, they're looking to expand as well. What advice could you give them? Well, the best advice is to A, believe in your idea no matter what, because if you don't believe in it, nobody will. The, number two is use the resources. We are the most um, educated generation, I believe, because of the resources of the internet and Google. Use the resources that you have, including incubators. For example, we were starting incubators and we're working with incubators to have a place and the platform to start your idea uh, with. Then reach out to people that have been down that road. Reach out to, to mentors, reach out to individuals that could help you in terms of experience and in terms of the principles of ideas is do the best you can and you will learn along the way don't try to make it perfect because um, perfection is I think the enemy of progress you have to um, do the best you can and move on and then uh, adjust as you go along make it better as you go along but you have to start you have to be open-minded to be adjustable and flexible you have to be persistent you have to be dedicated and you have to believe in your vision. You have to see the vision. Like you said, and Laura, in the beginning, you saw yourself across the vision, across the finish line. You have to see these in all of the, like in my example, I saw the screens in all the locations there already. You have to see it already done and then it will be done along the way. You just have to see it through and execution is key. Yeah, oh, incredible, incredible information there that you've just given. And you've also been putting it into practice. I think that's what the major thing is, you know, putting into practice, you know, visualizing it, imagining and believing in your idea. And I think we all know that when we have an idea, we could be confronted with people that will say, nope, it's not going to work. You're going to need this. You're going to need that resources. But there's something powerful about believing something powerful about believing so have you been able to use your faith and also your belief to get through in your business marius well that's a great uh great way to put it together uh, 
just like a faith means that you believe in things that not everyone sees, but you believe in it. That's how this business uh, where it started with one host location and now we're at 37 host locations. We are working on an app. We are working on incubators. We are working with other partners. Uh, uh, we just started three host locations in Shreveport, Louisiana in one day. Um, that was a blessing as well. That was a surprise. I went there to visit family and, and that was just a blessing. Now, my point about that is that uh, in vision and in faith, you have to see it even before everybody else sees it, and you have to believe it even before everybody else believes it. And at the same time, you have to know that you have to do your part, and God will do his, and he will amaze you. Sometimes you have bad days where you don't know if uh, things are going well. Sometimes he'll propel you at a rate that was never done before. And uh, this leads me to another uh, story form class where I was teaching a social work class. And I, I for some reason, I, I, as I was going down the, to my office, I started getting these thoughts of, of uh, like doubts. Am I doing, am I making enough? Am I making an impact? Am I, am I uh, making a difference? And, and then, um, I get to my my uh, uh, office and all of a sudden I see students coming in and I thought something happened. What happened? I thought, you know, someone got hurt or they came in with different uh, cards and gifts and things of that nature. So God always, always uh, gives you what you need at the right time. You just have to keep going and be persistent and love always and always want the best for others. And uh, the more you help others, the more you help yourself. That's so true. That's such a strong message, I think, for all of us to really take in and have in our heart as well, is if you want to succeed, you also need to help others succeed as well. Yes, right? I truly believe that. And so, you know, on that on that point as well, you know, leadership, it's been spoken about so much, just how important, you know, in terms of the, having the right qualities, for a leader, especially in 2020, and as we go forward as well, just with innovation and you know technology continues to advance, how how you know how would you define successful leadership in 2020 and beyond? Yes, that those are uh, that's a great question, and I think one uh, successful way of leader is to be empowering. A second is to be empathetic uh, and to be compassionate to be um, in a way knowing that uh, how would you feel if you were in their shoes, uh, put yourself in their shoes as much as possible, even if uh, uh, you have to sometimes uh, forgive and forgive and forgive. That's a, another part of a leadership is to forgive and forgive often and, and, and make sure that we still move forward even if we stepped on each other's toes. We also have to be able to be flexible and know that our ideas are not always uh, the right ideas. We, could, we have to listen and be flexible to the ideas of others. We also have to know that it's not just about us, it's about others as well in terms of different opinions with different cultures, with different ways of, of thinking and different way of life. Important that we do have that global mindset of you just mentioned as well in terms of understanding and respecting different how we how we just work differently you know in different regions of the world um, but also being flexible and listening 
that is the true power because it's it's an example, right, where people say we've got two ears and one mouth. And when you know that you're listening to people, it shows that you care. You know, you know, you know, you're not talking over them at all. And also just showing your compassion. You know, you talked yes. about empowering, you know, really empowering people. Because why? Because it makes them feel like they can do more. And when they feel that way, they want to continue to add value. They want to make a difference in the world. But as a leader, you need to be the example. So I'm so grateful that you shared all those great qualities as well. And, you know, we've seen we've seen like through the past how times have changed, you know, transparency, trust, um, being compassionate, all of these things that they're very down to the core of being human. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. And so as we talk about, you know, being more human, which is even though we're, we, you know, we're so involved with technology today, how do you ensure in terms of diversity, diversity with your customers and also within your organization? It's such a big key theme, diversity and inclusion today. Well, that is, uh, I love that um, question as well, because, um, you know, as a Romanian growing up in Romania, coming into uh, society that was a mixed society, I've learned that it's best to learn the best you can from every culture. And whatever is not that best, you leave it to the side. You learn the best you can from absolutely everyone and the culture. And in terms of diversity, I wanted to go out my comfort zone all the time. I've learned Spanish, even though I knew Romanian, I learned Spanish. It was a Latin-based language. I, I wanted to connect with them more, and I knew that when they saw me struggling or being uncomfortable, they they loved me for it. They said, oh, well, this guy's struggling and being comfortable for, for learning from about me, about my culture, and, and that connected us even more. Um, along the way, I, I, I wanted to reach out to Nigeria and start our our work when I stream more there than in Romania because I wanted to reach a different, a different culture, a different continent, and and I wanted to start there as much as I could first, and then go to Romania another. And in terms of my staff, I I love to have different cultures, different um, economic status, and uh, different sex that are d there from different uh, backgrounds that make, uh, see, everyone looks at things differently. For example, if I look at one side of the table and the guy in front of me looks at the other side, we both see the same table just in different ways. And I, I just, and it's good to align yourself with those that see the table as your vision. And that's why it's important to uh, be flexible and align yourself with those that, that really share in your vision. That is so key, yeah. And you talked about Spanish, you know, making the effort to learn Spanish and other people, you know, the Spanish speakers, they respect you even though you're struggling because you've made the effort. And that's such a key thing as well, you know, in terms of diversity and inclusion, making that effort to really understand and even going the extra mile. And I have to tell you, Myris, as well, when, you know, I first arrived in Miami, there's a lot of Spanish speakers, yes. and when I and I and I wasn't even sure. I thought, should I speak English? Should I speak Spanish? And I spent about three months in Peru learning Spanish because I thought I love to listen. I love, I just love to be able to communicate with other cultures, and so that really paid off because when I was in Miami, even you know going on Uber rides, for example, and I'd speak with Spanish to them, they really opened up. 
it changed the whole conversation. It wasn't just taking me from, you know, from point A to point B. It was more about, oh, you know, what are you doing here? Tell me about your experience. And then I got to learn more about them, where they came from, why they came to Miami, you know, what their future holds. And they just continue to share because you can establish that trust when you make that effort. And that's the same thing even with people within your office as well. And respect, you know, one another. That's so, so key. And having that vision, you know, aligning, it's, you use the example about the table. That's such a great thing. And you could do that experiment with anyone, right? You could, you know, have an object and have 10 people around the room and they can describe that object and they'll describe it all differently or they'll see something different in that object. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And so we, you know, we know today that the key, some of the key things that are important to stay ahead, you know, to remain ahead in our businesses, you know, sales and marketing and innovation, please share with us, you know, we, and we talked about, you know, believing, but then also the how and the actual process as well, that sales, marketing and innovation, how you've been able to grow, you said one host location to about 36 so how, yes. how, you know, the sales and the marketing innovation, share, please share more about that. Well, th- that's a great point. You know, as a social worker, as a person that worked in construction and then a person that worked on other jobs other than technology, and I, I, I felt like I was a little bit left behind because uh, the, the technology is changing so rapidly that, uh, you know, by the time we get on one platform, other ones are built and we have to catch up. And, and that's the same way it goes with business. If, if we do not have the most uh, up-to-date uh, website, if we do not have the, the channels to reach our, our uh, customers, our potential clients, um, we will not be able to let them know about us. And, uh, you know, out of sight, out of, is out of mind uh, at is3 what we believe is that we the more exposure on any level whether it's offline or online and that's why we created these screens on um, on offline which are in properties businesses organizations professional centers that uh, it's that gives us a different offline channels than online we all know sometimes online is 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 in the cloud and by the time it translates to the ground it's a very few and uh, the same uh, thing goes for other platforms so for example you have to be on as many platforms and create your own platform uh, to now have a, a stake in in the pie of what everyone else is doing and you have to make it as uh, digitally appeasing as possible whether it's videos or digital content and you have to be in the people's uh, uh, mind and and the way to do that is so uh, to not only uh, talk about the services but also add inspirational thoughts and that's why our platform has inspirational thoughts along with the services of our host locations so the sales the sales bit talk to us more about in terms of how you've been able to sell your id 
That's a great question because uh, first I had to sell it to the people around me and uh, then I had to. Uh, so here's the uh, great way to start is to go to the people that you have worked with in the past. And that's exactly what I did. I went to different businesses like hardware stores and restaurants and places where I have made connections within the years of working with different properties and businesses and and other arenas and in other words don't burn your bridges number one but and make sure that you can always go back because when I first went uh, to my first uh, host location which was other than a uh, property we we're working in you know he said Marius uh, this sounds great I we there's no way we could prove it but uh, you could go ahead and do it I, I I believe in you I believe in what you you the idea as well let's see if it works and until this day he is on the platform and we are growing in 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 more ways than one my point about that is that you have to not burn your bridges and they have to know that you are not just there for the money you're not just there to take advantage in one way or another that you're there to truly help them and that goes back to the same principle if they know that you want their best for them they will put up with things that uh, you have to learn along the way sometimes you have to learn how to do that better do this better we all have to improve uh, from the ground up and they will put up with that more if they know that you want their best and you are not money hungry Really, really, really good point. So just on customers there, how would you describe in terms of how customers' expectations are changing? I mean, I can see we expect everything to happen, you know, so quickly. Right. Expect to receive things so quickly today. How have you seen customers' demands and expectations change? Yes, yes. So there's been a shift in the we want everything right now uh, absolutely and at the same time we also uh, I think the point was mentioned before that we know now more than ever before and at the same time we as customers we uh, also want to stick to what our um, I guess word of mouth is also important as well to be said because we do uh, uh, first, I think, listen to others around us. That's why it's important to be offline and online because sometimes those offline messages come out uh, in times when you don't expect them and you're not looking for that, but it does stick with you in the long run. So uh, you have to find a, a way to reach out to the customers like you've never done before. And even if you have to switch your way of thinking, you have to think more of a customer. Yes, we want more things that are uh, digital in terms of seeing things uh, more appeasing. And it's just um, more of a gratifying way of uh, looking at things. But it's also a a way of um, making sure that the customer doesn't just get I think it also has changed that there should be a story of how are, is the brand helping or how is the, I think millennials in general want to give back. They, they want to, to, to um, um, in a way, give as much as possible to, to society back than all the other generations, in my opinion. And, and I think companies that find a way to do that and uh, find a backstory behind their services and do a good product with a good or a good service with good customer service, it, they will succeed. 
Yes, that's so true. And it's like you're so confident in saying that, you know, having the right product, having the right service, and also just know, just be very clear in what your value proposition is as well. And an understanding as well as, you know, content is important, you know, what you're showing online, but also that offline and also listening, listening to your customers, listening to, you know, what are the pain points? What, how how can you solve that for them as well? And so I can, it's so, so apparent, Marius, that you've got such a great heart to help others, you know, within your business, the people around you. Can you just share with us, like to the core, why that's so important to you and the benefits that you've had from your heart to help others? Well, that is, uh, that's the core of everything. Um, that's what the core of IS3 is and the core of IM2D. And that is the core of what we believe in, in our team. The more you help others, the more you help yourself. And I there's so many countless stories to, to tell you. Uh, uh, but I, you know, one thing I do want to mention is that as I, did come from different walks of life into the U.S. and saw so many different walks of life. I saw that no matter what in all those walks of life, those that helped others did succeed and those that did not help others did not succeed. That is the core not only of my my uh, my way of life. I think that's the core of every other uh, small business that is doing the best they can. Every other uh, person that is doing the best they can to help others succeed. And yes, you can't help everyone, but the ones that around you that you can. And when you feel that tugging, that that tells you, uh, yes, you 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 have the opportunity. You have to do it, even if it hurts. Now. You, it should be done, and we're not always perfect in doing that. We we do mess up in other ways. We have to be forgiving as well, but having that compassion and helping others succeed really makes the difference. Because the more you help others succeed, the more that's contagious. The more they feel that they want, the more they want to let others know. The more you have a coping mechanism. A network for yourself. Um, if something happens, you could go to more than one person. You could uh, depend on, on financial aid, whether it's emotional support or whatever it may be. You're creating a network of, of coping mechanisms as well and financial uh, coping mechanisms as well. It's, it's very important to help others. The more bridges you create, the farther you will go. The more you you uh, knock down the less places you will go. And uh, I've seen that in more ways than one from uh, family members through friends and the ones that cared about others uh, really live a more um, Fulfilling full life. life yes, yeah. a full life. And they're happier themselves. They appreciate life themselves. They appreciate um, life and the people around them even more. And that's the people we want to be around. Absolutely. It's so true. I mean, we talked about the importance of having the right people, also giving, you know, you talked about giving from the heart, making sure that if you truly desire success, you need to desire success for others as well, helping yes. others. Yes. Helping others because it's not only about us, you know, you, it's it's such a 
such a great mindset to have, you know, at the front of your mind. And you've been such a great demonstration of that, Myris. And, you know, we've been having so much fun. We've got about, you yes. know, just a couple minutes. <laughs> and so, it's flying yeah, by. Yes. And so Ooh, in yes. closing, you know, we talked about how important people are. I want you to share with us why collaboration is important. Well, collaboration is key. It is absolutely key. And first, it starts with not, again, like not burning your bridges and making sure that you treat others like you want to be treated. And then it starts with finding the right pieces with the right talents that come in at the right time. And they might leave at uh, uh, the right time for others to come in at the right time. But collaboration is key. You have to collaborate. That's why another thing I love about IS3, it, it is, it's for any brick and mortar place. It's for anyone that has an idea, whether you have a location or not. We want to collaborate with as many people as possible, with as many organizations as possible. And I think, in essence, God wants to collaborate with us all and and help us be our best. We just want to make sure that we provide the components to help others be their best. And and there's no perfect way to do that. But I think the more we think of of in that those terms, in terms of collaboration, in terms of making things whole, making them comprehensive, making them, uh, giving them the whole picture, and providing, for example, the components of, for example, we provide housing, we provide uh, and also an auto if you need as well. We also have the platform you can rent if you would like to, to have your ideas or for an incubator, they're free. Then we also have the people to help you with the, the, the coaches and, and we also have the event space to help you. We also have the incubators to help you. We're trying to be as comprehensive and I'm sure there's other components that we could add and, and, and adjust along the way. We just want to be as comprehensive and collaborate with as many entities as possible to do that to do that oh that's such a great example marius i just want to say thank you so much for joining us you know i'm sure the audience have gained so much insight on what it takes to have a successful business you know to to you really use faith believe in yourself believe in your idea and surrounding yourself with the right people like we can say that as a daily reminder because it's key being conscious of who you allow in your life and also making that difference to others too so just want to say thank you so much marius for joining us Thank you, Laura. I appreciate and I'm very humbled for the opportunity. It's my pleasure. Thank you, Marius. Thank you. And thank, thank you all for listening in. What you think about, you bring about. But just make sure you also speak it out. Don't allow your silence to kill your dreams. Make it happen and know the universe is on your side, especially when you know exactly what it is you want. If you put your focus, energy and positive thoughts on what you desire, you'd see the abundant opportunities come your way. Whatever it is, if you have that burning desire, it's as if it was meant to be. You feel it in your heart and it moves you to action. The universe gives you what your heart desires. Speak your dreams, speak it out and do not silence your dreams. Keep your voice and visions alive. For pre-orders of my book, Your Silence is Killing Your Dreams, register on my website, 
lauraeribero.com and I'm sure to keep you updated on the release.